Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Mad Ramblings. Yes, we are back. We are on a roll. We are going to stick to this once a week situation we got going right here. As I told you guys last week, for the next 30 weeks, I will be checking in with you every single week and letting you know exactly how training and you know preparation for the next big show is coming. Uh, the day after Thanksgiving is now 29 weeks away. So, <clears throat> ready to go. It's been a good day. <clears throat> been a good week. Um, started tightening up food and making sure that, you know, I wasn't eating a bunch of crap and everything. I don't, you know, change it all at once so you freak out. You know, I learned that. <laughs> I learned that early in my, my career. If you uh, look back in my timeline you'll see like um when I first got injured and came back the, the very first time which was early in my career I cut man I cut out like almost 80 pounds I went down like almost 80 pounds I was still uh 340 you know I was, I was big still but I was diced I was so cut man I was oh man I was as ripped as I'd ever been in my entire life and growing up a fat kid I cannot tell you how good it felt to have like you know not like like a six-pack or anything like that but I had defined abs like you could see the outlines of my abs and <laughs> it was hard to keep a shirt on me you know that lasted for about a year and um it just wasn't working with strongman it, it's a not conducive to the sport it's really hard to not have all that extra padding you know you need a little bit of extra weight to take this you know abuse that we put ourselves through and uh yeah but like i was saying i cut everything quick i went like immediately i went to keto to start everything off and uh this was like a really common thing for people back then they would start their day, diet off with like uh i think it normally was like a week to two weeks of straight keto then adding little bits of carbs and all the stuff like that and <laughs> my body flipped out man i i freaked out my mind freaked out it was just so much from eating whatever i want for so long to like super strict <laughs> Man, I, I remember being at like an expo and calling up my nutritionist and freaking out and being like, you know, I don't, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I remember standing in the middle of an expo, like screaming on my phone at this guy. Like, it was just a really good guy. You know, I, I love Nathan Payton. He's still the only person I talk to for nutritional advice. And I was just freaking out. This was such a long time ago. I don't even know if you would remember, but. He's a, an amazing nutritionist and got me right where I needed to be. And I was just being a little baby about it. But I have learned that with me, it works best if I, uh, you know, especially if you have time like I do right now. That's such a big benefit with knowing, you know, ahead of schedule what's going to happen. And something that doesn't really occur very often in strongman, you know, normally it's like, you know, we've got a a month before worlds we've got an official invite and then like a week or two before worlds we know the events and then when you get to worlds you find out your groups and stuff like that and so you know it's pretty hard to uh be really prepared like that and 
you know, we know about what time of year it's coming and stuff. So you, you, you've got to be in game shape for it. I'm not saying you can't be prepared. I'm just saying that this right now is a very unique opportunity for me to have 30 weeks of no competition to prepare and to be ready. I'm, I'm very excited about it. You know, it's one of those things. There's no excuses. And to make sure there's no excuses, I, I wanted to let you guys know, you know, I'm, I'm going to be checking in every week. So I, uh, this was actually one of the weeks that I, you know, if I hadn't made that commitment to you guys that I wouldn't have done it, you know, I wouldn't have done this podcast this week. It's just, it's, uh, it's hard to, you know, for me to sit down and stop and be on when I'm on the road and, you know, I have to, uh, get myself together before I do these. And it's not, um, something that is like a, a well-flexed muscle at this point. And, uh, it'll get better. And that's why the other reason I made the commitment was because I wanted to flex the muscle, you know, the podcasting muscle as much as I could and get it to work out and to where, you know, when this, when this run up into the show is over, I'll be comfortable with just, you know, like sitting down and talking instead of, you know, having to have like a, a session where I, I think and take notes and stuff. And it's silly because, you know, like today, I'm just going to tell you what I did this week. I got some news that came out and some other cool stuff, you know, but you know, there's little things, you know, that I just, I feel like I have to think about before, which, which I'm hoping as further I go along, the more I can be able to just, you know, come out and spill the truth and, you know it's just it's also one of these these things when you do a podcast and you know everyone listening to this has a real life right you guys listening you guys you know you go you you work you take care of your family you you poop you wipe your butt whatever you know you do all those things I do all those things too and <laughs> when when someone listens to you on a podcast just like when someone looks at you on social media they don't like apply those same laws of human nature to you you know so i could you know come here and say something stupid and it's just like you know it's 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 a a big deal you know this person said or did this thing and you know it's uh it's not like in the real world if you make a mistake or you slip or you do something dumb you know the people are really forgiving most people most humans on earth not not people on social media they're, they're very uh, understanding you know we're all trying to figure this thing out together so you know I, like i said i'll get more flexed in my podcast muscle and be ready to rock better and better so you know i guess you guys seem to be enjoying it as it is so hopefully it ain't too bad my crazy voice just rambling madly Hey, hey, good name for a show. But there's uh, had a really really cool trip to Texas. I just got back. I'm um I'm <laughs> I'm hanging out in this this old hotel I stay at very often in this tiny little town in Oregon. So uh, you know, last week I mentioned that I'm getting ready to put up a ranch, and it's it's going to be awesome. So many cool things I've got planned. And different stuff, and and most of it I don't want to talk about because I'm old school, and I, I like I like to have my ducks in a row, you know. And not only that, the old school guy in me is like, I don't want nobody taking my ideas. 
which is not a thing. That's not a thing, man. If someone takes your idea and does something with it, it's, it's, it doesn't mean you can't do that and do it better. If, if they're better at your idea, then maybe they should have your idea. I mean, I'm sure if I thought about that, I would hate that I said that. But when I judge myself, I'm very harsh. I, I, I leave a lot of room for, you know, for interpretation with other people. I, when I look at other people, I, I try really hard. It's gotten a lot easier as I've gotten older and the more experience and the more travel I've had. I, I leave a lot of room for interpretation. No matter what you see someone doing or going through, you, you, can't, you can't judge them. It's, it's, it's really not possible. And I've been wrong so many times that, you know, in my old age now, I kind of realize that it's just, it's a silly thing. And even when I feel like I know somebody, like when I feel like I have a grasp on somebody's situation that I'm, you know, dealing with or in the presence of, I, I remind myself that that's not necessarily it. But <clears throat> yeah, I'm staying at this tiny hotel in uh, this, this little tiny town in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you'd have to travel three hours to get to nowhere from here. Uh, I believe the population of this town is 440 or 460 people, something like that. And it's uh, actually a haunted hotel, if you believe the the stories and the myths. But I am aware, actually, that there's uh, a live body of water in the basement. There's actually one of the, the old wells from the town is down there. And uh, it's kind of creepy when you think about it. Most of the time I'm in this hotel by myself and, <laughs> and that's really creepy, but it's, it's cool. I, I, I really like it. It's, it's a nice spot and I like being out in the middle of nowhere for me. That's just, Oh, it's so nice. I can't, I can't wait to have my ranch. And then the only people who I have to deal with or be around, not deal with, but will be the people that, you know, I choose to let, be a part of that that space and so you know it'll be cool for those of you guys that i got a few messages and stuff and yeah there will definitely be some like spots and availabilities for different things you know i i'm gonna i'm gonna have a, a great gym there i'm gonna have a couple of um separate airbnbs on the property that have lots of acreage to themselves so you're not gonna be staying in my house you know <laughs> if you're listening to this and you think you're going to come sleep in my bed with me, you are tripping. But there will be Airbnbs and a couple other things, some really cool attractions and uh, some really fun stuff. I just I just wanted to have a spot that, you know, I could have be, you know, under my name and be handed down to my son and a place that he wanted to spend time at and and it's... You know, both of our things, we both love being outdoors. We both love hunting and hiking and messing around. And, you know, it's just a, it's, it's a really cool way to move on to the next phase of life. I, I want to I want to do all of that kind of stuff and, and be able to share that with my son. And, you know, I'll still be able to train and I mean, I won't be training the same once I'm retired, but uh, I'll still be able to train. I'll still be able to help other people. And that's that's one of the biggest things with this spot is that I'll, I'll get to do kind of what Cowboy Cerrone does and, uh, you know, invite like 
schools or groups and uh, of athletes and different things, different uh, facets of collections of, of uh, young athletes and stuff and get them to come up with their coaches and learn how to prepare and how to stay healthy and, and, and how to, you know, transfer what you're doing in the gym onto the field or onto the court, depending on your sport. It's one of those things you, you, you don't realize that is, uh, it's, um, something that people miss a lot. They think they lift weights and then they go do sports and that makes them better. But it's true, but it's like, you know, uh, there's a lot better ways of doing it there's a lot safer ways there's a lot you know more uh more appropriate ways that actually you know prepare you to do the things you're going to be doing in competition and um that that's going to be one of my biggest things which i'm really excited about yep the ranch is coming and um with that ranch will be a whole new youtube channel I've been getting a lot of messages from people asking me, like, how come you're not doing lifting content right now? Why aren't you doing YouTube videos of working out? And I understand that I built that YouTube page up on training. But what you have to understand is uh, going from one of the strongest people on the planet to having to use a band to get my arm going it's it's not acceptable in my eyes for me to be filming this stuff and putting it out. I just, it's not embarrassing because it's a part of the process, but it is unacceptable. <laughs> it's uh, it's not good enough. It's not. It's not good enough for me to put out. And so um, I'm just just about to a place where I can start filming some stuff and showing some stuff you know i'd like to start showing a lot of movement stuff and a lot of how i how i start building up my speed and uh loading events and moving events and squat and all that kind of stuff i've been working a lot more on deadlift and squat in the past uh six eight months and so you know i'm, I'm about to start creeping back into that and turning that page back into what it was and what it was built on which is uh strong man and then start a new channel on YouTube, which will be, you know, affiliated with the ranch. And that channel will be all the other stuff that you guys already see me doing, you know, the funny and the weird stuff that I like to do. And, um, you know, I, I get a lot of good feedback on it, but it's, I understand what people are saying. It's not the same. It's not, it's not what the people have subscribed on one channel for. So I'll separate the two and, and, uh, still get to, to film everything I'm doing, a lot of cool content, you know, and putting the ranch together and building it up and setting everything up and, you know, then showing what we actually get to do and some really cool stuff, man. So I grew up in, I mean, I grew up all over the place, but went to high school and was born in Santa Cruz, California, which is this little hippie beach town um, in central California. Everyone in California kind of feels like, North California is anywhere above Fresno, so you know, or, or even above LA in most cases. But you know, it's it's if you looked at a map and a picture of California, it's right in the middle, right on the coast. And uh, growing up in Santa Cruz, it was surfing and skating, and I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about this a million times. That was all I was about growing up: surf, skate, man, surf and skate, trying to be cool, and I loved it so. 
I think it'd be really cool to have some stuff like that where I, I'm not going to be skating anymore. I can't, <laughs> I'm too big and I can't break my ankles, but you know, I won't say too much, but I'm hoping to get back into surfing a little bit safer on my, my ankles and my knees, some good fun cardio. But yeah, I spent this weekend, uh, I'm, I'm right now I'm in Oregon and I just got back from Texas, went out and saw my buddy Granger Smith did yee day out there and whoo we man we got wild it was so much fun brought the little man atlas bear came with me he's a big granger smith fan loves him loves the music video holler which was the first music video i did with granger which is a great song too if you haven't listened go on on youtube and search holler h-o-l-l-e-r by granger smith and it's a it's a great song great music video a lot of fun filming it but um Atlas has been begging to come out and meet Granger forever. So, you know, he, he met him before. He actually, Granger had him up on stage at a concert and Atlas got to go see everybody. It was really cool. But, uh, yeah, took him out, went and got redneck crazy, brought my, my camera guy, Elias, and uh, his boy, one one of his boys, Presley, and um, great kids, man, had a ton of fun. And uh, being with Elias, like Elias, he doesn't train, he doesn't work out, but he cares about his body and he takes care of himself, especially with what he puts in his body. And uh, he he does all uh, wild game meat and, um, you know, he's just <clears throat> super, super clean. Does he? He's right now, I don't think he's done bread for the last like six months and uh He's basically on a carnivore and fruit diet at the moment, and um, it made it a lot easier for me to eat clean. You know, when you're in Texas, oh, it's so easy to just, you know, get the barbecue, which you can get barbecue with uh, dry rub, and it's not that bad, you know? You know, you get a regular Texas barbecue's dry rub anyways. If you go to Texas and they got a wet sauce, you need to leave right away. Texas is a dry rub state. But anyway, I digress. When you're when you're in Texas, it's easy to just go get some barbecue and then you know, they're gonna have peach cobbler there. They're gonna have the probably the best peach cobbler you ever had. You know, blueberry cobblers and all those different desserts they have there. And and then every other store is a donut shop and there's it's, it's insane like the uh, the amount of bad foods that are around in Texas. It's 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 a so in your face. But um yeah, it was a lot easier to hold on to eating clean. And I'm not like being super immaculate, like I said, but it's a lot easier to hold on to eating clean when you've got, you know, Superman Elias over there and he's like, oh, I'll just have a steak for dinner and, uh, you know, a little bit of cottage cheese. And I was like, geez, man, you you really are killing it. So I, I was stoked to have them there. We all had fun. We went mud and did some wild stuff. Made a couple crazy videos. I actually, I'm gonna give you guys a little inside tip on a video we made out there. Um, I rented a Cadillac Escalade, just normal. Rented it, you know, through the airport, Enterprise, Hertz, or whatever. And we took it out there mudding in the field with all these big old redneck trucks and everything. Oh man, it was it was so much fun and. <laughs> I think just just the title of that video, you know, I rented a car and took it mudding. I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one. 
but it was so much fun too. Like we, we had some races in the mud and we did a bunch of other stuff and they had a, an airsoft course and, you know, we had this big old bonfire and, um, Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm missing some. Oh yeah, they had this mechanical bull that uh, my son rode that thing like 20 times. <laughs> he was so excited about the mechanical bull, and and right now he's got a busted thumb. He had broken his hand, the same hand that he busted his thumb on. It's his right hand. He had broken his hand like a small fracture. Uh, he had fallen on some stairs, and then um, he had the cast on for a while, and then literally the day after he took the cast off he was at school and he went to hold the door for uh, one of the girls in his class and he reached out and the big doors at school slammed shut on his finger and his poor little thumb was just ugh. it looks like you know like my thumb on him and he's just this little dude you know and he's got this big old fat thumb now and uh we had it all wrapped up and taken care of it but he's over there riding on this bull with his you know clubbed hand up and his big old smile on his face and it was a lot of fun you know a lot of pretty girls out there giving him attention and all that and he got to have some redneck fun super cool and um you know i was i was really really happy that we got to do it and hang out with all the friends and you know just just get to be you know in the moment so much fun so much fun and you know they got to go swimming in the pool and all this other stuff like it, the pool was freezing but those kids were in it for like five hours blue like shivering and still in the pool you know how kids are yeah it was so much fun now got back and i was home for i don't know six seven hours and then straight up here to oregon and uh I'll be up here for a couple days, and then I fly out to Dallas. I'll be in Dallas um, for three or four days. Four days. I'll be in Dallas for four days, filming some more stuff, and then heading back home. And then at that point, um, well, I'll be back and forth between Oregon and Idaho, which is home. You know, like they're they're on the border, and I go back and forth right there. So I'll be home and training. And, all that. I've been training, but it's not, it hasn't turned the corner into super serious. You know, it's like, it's still in that pre-phase where I'm trying to make sure that I work out enough to get the, the kinks out and get the cobwebs off. But, you know, I don't want to work out so hard that I can't walk, you know, I, which I could do right now, which is like crazy because I haven't been able to do that to my body in over a decade, you know, probably longer than that. But if I were to go blow it out right now, it would just set me back. So what I want to do is build up capacity. I'm going to keep working and, and build up the capacity to be better. And uh, at the time that I finally am ready to rock, then we'll turn up the juice. But it's it's getting closer and closer. And I'm uh, working with my buddy Mike. He's my my um, programming. You know, he does my training, my programming, and I almost said program director, you know, whatever. But he does my training, my programming, and um, it just great dude. So I feel like I'm in good hands. Really excited about it. Um, just a throwaway comment that I'm going to leave in the middle of this podcast. Um, strongest man in history is going to be back sooner or later. 
No, no, no. Not even sooner or later. We're the four guys from Strongest Men in History are an unstoppable combination that people have been begging for forever. Ever since we did that show, people ha- like it is the number one thing people talk to almost every time I say anything. And it's the same with Brian, with Nick, and with Ed. And um, <clears throat> we've been getting more positive notes from some other stuff. And uh, yeah, I, 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 for the people who ask me every time I put anything out, I'd say get your hopes up because it's going to be good. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be quick, but it's uh, it's coming. And yeah, like I said, throw away comment right in the middle of the podcast. I'm just going to leave that there for you. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it was um, realizing I might when I gotten home or when I'd taken off for Texas, uh, my my Twitter was blowing up like. I I don't do Twitter very much anymore. Like I don't do it at all, really. It's just um, it's a toxic place, and I, I, I'm and I don't I I'm not going to get into politics. I'm not going to talk about all that stuff. That's not what this podcast is for. So people who ask me about that kind of stuff, I think you can pretty much understand where I stand and how I you know live my life based on. You know, the way I carry myself and how I talk. Obviously, freedom over everything. Uh, that's pretty much all you need to know. So, for me, I don't feel like it's necessary for me to come on here and be like, oh, do you know about the briefcase and the, the Russia thing and the hula hula hula? And everybody else is doing that, man. Everybody's doing that. It's it's sickening how many people jumped on one side or the other. It doesn't matter. Jumped on one of the sides to build up their profile. You know, I've seen people literally take this turmoil that our country's been going through for what's been two and a half years, a little bit longer than that probably. I mean, this turmoil, they've taken it and they've lassoed it for their own benefit. And I'm not going to do that. You're you're not going to hear me on this podcast rambling about all that stuff. I, I'm I'm going to be honest about things as they come up. I will talk about current events. I will be real. You know, I'm I'm gonna talk about Elon buying Twitter and censorship, but you're not gonna hear me sit here and build my presence on this podcast off of turmoil that our country's going through. I love this country. I love America so much and I want to leave a better America for my son. I will not be building myself or this podcast or anything else uh, that I have. None of my socials, none of that stuff is going to be built off of this turmoil. So, you know, if you're looking for me to sit here and rip on Biden or to, you know, say the dumb things about anybody or rip onto the the, the Republicans that are going way too far, if you're if you're waiting for that, you're not going to get it. I'll tell you the truth, and like I said, I'll talk about current events. I'm not going to be scared to talk about things, but I will not build myself up off of turmoil. I won't do it. So, I think for the most part, it's People like that. And, uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough to actually get to see real people a lot lately. Like traveling 
so many more people are out. So many more um, people are visiting and traveling or in airports or, you know, going outside and mingling and all these things. I just, I have, I've had so many more interactions um, in the last few months, like that were just so positive and so, you know, encouraging. It just feels like those are the people I want to play to. I don't want to play to the the angry guy who's on here to hear somebody else be angry at the same stuff he's angry at. You know, that ain't me, man. I'm <laughs> I'm too uh, I'm too in love with this place, man. I'm I'm too hopeful for our future, and I'm too grateful for what this country's given me. You know, I'm as cheesy as it sounds. I feel like I I have lived the American dream to what it really is and what it was and what it should be. Um, born very, very, very poor and lived that way my whole life. Like, I, I, I can't explain to you without, like, if I were to go into details of everything, nobody ever believes me. Like, when I explain to people how I grew up and the way I was raised, nobody believes me. You know, you have to, you have to sit down and quiz all of my brothers and sisters and hear us all say the same things for you to actually believe, you know, like watching my mom run through her underwear through the house to escape the back and run through a bunch of, uh, raspberry bushes to hide from the police that were coming to the door to get her. And all the while without electricity, you know, like, like most of my high school, um, time I had no electricity and, you know, just other stuff too. Like just, it's, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Nobody's going to believe it. But I came from where I came from to, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not some kind of billionaire or anything. I, I'm not like super wealthy. I'm none of those things. I am at a place where I don't have to be terrified about money, which to me, like that's so much more than, I ever thought was possible to me that feels like being a billionaire and uh, I have this country to be grateful for I have this is the place where you can believe in yourself and carve your own path this is where you know everybody told me that what I was wanting to do wasn't doable you know, there isn't money in strongman. There is no way to build up your own profile and make money off of uh, springboarding yourself through a sport. You know, that wasn't a thing until, you know, me, Brian, Ed, a couple other guys, you know, we turned the corner and all of a sudden, you know, people are getting publicity. You know, people are people are getting contracts that they actually deserve people are getting taken notice of us and at this point there's a bunch of guys who are successful enough that strongman is their full-time job not not like they're living in their friend's basement and you know eating top ramen every night i mean like it's a real job and so <laughs> that's that's all due to the work and the belief in what we've become and so to me it, it yeah to me i have, i have everything to be grateful for and 
not nearly enough to bitch about that that's what this fucking podcast going to be. So, eh, mad rambling. I'm just rambling right now. None of that was planned. I just rambled all that in your ear just because I did. But it's the truth. It is what it is. Yeah. So, anyways, man. It's just, you know, the... Everybody's out there trying to be a billionaire and it's like it's like this fad online, you know, like I'm the success successful, you know, business venturer and you know, listen to my my explaining to everyone who uh who will hear me about how I built this business and oh yes, I can get you more followers and do you really want to diversify your portfolio? It's like bro these people don't understand that that you know having money is not success these selfish people with this extremely inflated view of themselves and they they're not even strong enough for introspection you know that's it's crazy to me that you can make all this money and give yourself all this street cred and clout and all that crap and you still don't get life. You still don't enjoy yourself. You're still not understanding what this ride is about. It's it's got nothing to do with that. You know, I don't even want to be a billionaire. I don't want power. I don't want none of that stuff. You know, real success to me is just the space and the freedom to be free, to be me, to be a good dad and to have my kids not be worried about, you know, food, school, bills, anything. That's, to me, that's success. That's like the only thing I want. I want that, and then I want some space just to be me. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have it in me to even become a billionaire unless it's by accident. You know, because once you got me to being a millionaire and I had enough money to do my own thing, I'm gone, baby. Yeah, You ain't going to see me clocking in, going to, you know, trade shows or at the stock market wondering how am I going to make this million into a billion, you know, that ain't going to be me, baby. I'm going to be smoking two fat blunts and a big old bag of chips and you ain't going to see me again. You know, no, you'll be seeing me because I enjoy doing what I do. You know, if, if I had all the money in the world, I would still do this right here that I'm doing. I would still be talking to you guys, making sure that I'm keeping myself in check and, that's what I'm appreciative to you guys for. You guys have kept me in check. And right now, I need that more than anything. I need you guys. You guys listen to this. And you guys have been so supportive. And so many people have come up to me and just been amazing. And it's it, that's what I need, man. So if I had all the money in the world, I'd still need you. How sweet is that? I'm listening. I'm sitting here and you're listening to me. You're probably all by yourself. Got a big old thing of oil you're rubbing on your genitals. And I'm telling you, I need you. You complete me. And I thank you for that. Well, before I get out of here, I just wanted to let you guys know. I found this quote and it's uh, it's most certainly something you should live by. It's... um old famous comedian and uh i can't uh i 
think his name was it was W.C. Fields, I believe. And um, I came across this quote. He said, I spent half my money on gambling. Oh, there we go. I spent half my money on gambling, alcohol, and wild women. And the other half, I wasted. <laughs> if that don't tell you, then nothing will. I hope you guys are having a good week. I'll be here again next week for you. You guys stay strong. Stay pretty. Be nice to each other. And do me a favor, you know. Just do one nice thing this week for somebody. As cheesy as this sounds. Sounds cheesy and it feels cheesy me saying it. I'm sitting here in the dark in this haunted hotel telling you I need you and telling you I need you to be nice to somebody this week. I'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one.